0: Uh, Colin Turkington, the championship leader, would have no hybrid for any of his laps during qualifying. So that is quite quite hard for him to deal with. Uh, then we move to Ash Sutton, who is second in the championship. He'll just be able to use 1.5 seconds per lap on any of his laps in qualifying. Uh, Ingram, who sits third in the championship, is on three seconds per lap. We've got and Jake Hill, fourth in the championship, will have four and a half seconds for his qualifying laps. Uh, Josh Cook, who is fifth in the championship, he has six seconds uh, across any lap. He uses that uh, for the hybrid energy management system. And uh, then we have uh, Rory Butcher in sixth place. He has seven and a half seconds. Uh, Gordon Shedden will have nine seconds per lap during qualifying. Uh, Eighth place, they are joint in the championship, so they both carry the uh, lesser 10.5 seconds per lap. That's Dan Kamish and Stephen Jelly. And then for 10th in the championship, uh, which is Dan Lloyd, he has 13 and a half seconds per lap uh, for the hybrid to use. Everyone else, 10th on backwards or 11th on backwards, will have the full deployment of 15 seconds per lap, so the full deployment they can use through their qualifying laps. So this is going to be uh, the new thing that we have. Of course, we used to have the success ballast which we carried in the british touring cars but for now it's the the new hybrid uh, energy management system that we we have in effect so it's uh, it's uh, kind of changed qualifying a little bit but it, it kind of helps those who are lower in the championship and and sometimes deters those who are higher in the championship but it does give us some really interesting grids uh, for race one of the weekend so that is the story of how the hybrid works in terms of previous years here at uh, silverstone well it's normally been a toyota circuit because in recent years i think the the last five years we've had here it has pretty much been uh, toyota have gone on to dominate the races in the last five years have taken six wins as a as a mark so uh that's something to, to kind of bear in mind. Rory Butcher, of course, last year he topped the Free Practice 1, he topped Free Practice 2, he, tr- he, t- he topped Qualifying he then went on to win Race 1 and Race 2, so uh, Toyota was definitely their year uh, last year, and the session now goes green, so 30 minutes of Qualifying for the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship and of course this will decide the grid for what's going to be uh, round 25 of the Championship for tomorrow, so let's see how this is all going to play out, we we'll talked you through how many laps and seconds they get per those qualifying laps. Well, in terms of the championship, uh, there are just six points covering the top two. Colin Turkington, back to Ash Sutton. Uh, Tom Ingram sits third in the Hyundai on 293 points. And Jake Hill, very close indeed, on 288 points for him. So that's how the top four look as we head into this uh, weekend's action. And of course, we have also, to to bear in mind, the uh, the Goodyear Wingfoot Award, which is the, the qualifying championship and of course you, you score the same amount of points as you do for a race win through this qualifying session it doesn't go onto your championship tally it's a separate Goodyear Wingfoot wing award uh, for qualifying so as it stands coming into this weekend it is jake hill who leads that on 117 points uh, colin turkington his teammate on 113 and tom ingram in the hyundai is there in third place on 88 points so again nothing to choose between the top two uh, but the, the better they do the more points they'll score towards the Goodyear Wingfoot Award, which we'll, of course, crown the champion of uh, once we've done qualifying at Brands Hatch in two weeks' time. So off they go, on to their first outlapse of the session. And what we'll normally see is uh, some of the rear-wheel drive cars stay out there to make sure they build up the temperature into the tyres, and then for the front-wheel drive cars... They will tend to come into the pit lane, depending on how much temperature they can build in the early stages, but normally they will head in and do the, the switcheroo from front to back and corner to corner, and uh, a few of them, in terms of front-wheel drive cars, are staying out as well, but the likes of uh, Tom Ingram has decided to, to head for the pit lane straight away, so he is in uh, to do the reverse, and then we'll start to get the first of the quick times in around this Silverstone National Circuit, the 1.64-mile uh, six-corner circuit. That All it is It's a uh, cop's Corner down towards Turn 1, You then have the the flick left and flick right at Maggots and Beckett's. Of course, on the Grand Prix circuit, you'd carry on, but for the National Circuit, you turn right, uh, head your way down the Wellington Strait, uh, turn left in towards Brooklands, past the BRDC uh, centre there uh, and the Grandstands, and then from there, you head towards Luffield and Woodcut to complete the lap. That's all it is. The 1.64 miles uh, the first race held for the BTCC here was back in 1959. So, uh, some years ago now, it's fair to say, and the Uh, Lap record we're trying to beat for qualifying today is a 57.349. We haven't quite come close to that. Uh, through free practice, but it was the quicker time in free practice number two that we've had so far from Adam Morgan on a 57.601. So we should do better than that, but can anyone beat the time of Dan Camish, which was set back in 2020? We'll find out. Rory Butcher, the pole man from last year, he was just shy of that on a 57.383, but can the Toyota Corollas be on top form here today at Silverstone? Well, Ricky Collard has definitely had good times. He's had his bad times as well so far today with that contact uh, with Will Powell down at uh, Maggots and Beckets at the end of free practice number one. Uh, but the Sota guzzi racing team have done a tremendous job to repair the car. And get it out for that second session. And from what we heard and what we saw uh, for Ricky, things were were looking good. And I think he was happy. And where he ended the session uh, would have been a vast improvement on what possibly could have gone if that car wasn't out there for the session. So uh, the weaving continues. The temperature continues to build. There's cars already down in the pit lane starting to switch their tyres over. And once the front wheel drive cars have done that... It will then be the turn of the rear-wheel drives, the BMWs, to head into the pit lane as well. So Colin Turkington, Stephen Jelly, and also Jake Hill now work their way down the pit lane as well. So this is the the mandatory thing they do. They like to switch the tyres over, make sure they get the the same amount of tyre temperature in each of those tyres on the car, and then they can start to attack for their quick times. But uh, who is going to end the session at the top? That is what we're all waiting for. We've got 26 minutes just under to go and we are still waiting for the first of the quick times to come in. I think Tom Ingram could uh, possibly the, be the first man to set a quick time. He's, he's done his tyre swap. He's uh, still out there. He's pushing on as he comes across the line. He'll now be on to what's going to be, for him, his first flying lap of the session. Going to be joined by the Coopers of what's going to be Bobby Thompson by the looks of it. who goes on to uh, a lap. I think Aaron Taylor-Smith was across the line there as well. And the Infinities are also onto their first flying laps also with Dexter Patterson, so far the quickest man, but that's not the quickest we can go. It's a 60.031 so far, but as we said, we're looking to to the 57s within this session. Uh, That's if we avoid any moisture from the air, any rain falling on the circuit, which is definitely a possibility now with the the cloud cover that's come over across the course of today, but let's hope we can get through this session without too many dramas with the rain falling on the circuit. But uh, Tom Ingram... Definitely pushing on this first flying lap. He's a little bit wide at some of the corners, but let's see now if he can string all of this together. Up towards the line, he'll come uh, for the first of his laps to be completed at some qualifying speed now. Uh, Tom Ingram comes through in car number 80. The Hyundai crosses the line, and his first lap is going to be a 59.014, so not too bad at all. Uh, one of the affinities has gone for a spin down at uh, Brooklands by the looks of it, so Aidan Moffat is facing the wrong way. He'll then wait for a gap in the traffic, and once he's found that, he will then be able to join the circuit once again, but everyone that follows through there will now see the yellow flags, which means they'll have to back off through the final sector and will not be able to improve that time, so anything they were... looking to build up to has now unfortunately been eradicated from this lab so they'll try again they'll head off once more and uh, let's see what we can do with Tom Ingram, because he's almost to a completion of another lap now as he works his way down towards the left-hander at Brooklands. He's in plenty of kerb through there at the left-hander, a little bit of kerb through the right-hander at Luffield, and he might just get a little bit of a toe as well from the car in front here. Lights ablaze for Tom Ingram, the man who sits third within the championship. Is he on his hybrid energy management? Nope, not by the looks of it across the line, so he's doing it on pure pace at the minute is Tom Ingram, and as he goes through, he does a 57.778, so by far one of the quickest times we've had so far within this session. So a cracking up there for Tom Ingram. Uh, second went the way of Dan Lloyd so far. And third place, that of Dan Camish. But not for long, Ash Sutton now goes quickest with a 57.766. So the Ford Focus with Napa Racing, uh, which to be fair, have not been anywhere today through free practice, uh, now towards the top of the times. And as we said, we don't really read too much into free practice because all of a sudden, uh, the ones that have found themselves quite a way down throughout the course of the day, start to emerge for qualifying. They leave the the best till last, effectively. And as for now, what Ash Sutton has done within this session with a 57.766. So far today, he's done a 58.1 and through free practice number two, it was a 58.3. So uh, already, Ash Sutton has found near enough four tenths of a second so great stuff there for the man second within the championship Uh, at the minute he's got ash sutton and dan camish ahead of him so they're trying to work together these two forward focuses one of them is leading the other one round trying to pick up a toe trying to give the other one a toe trying to help each other out at different points of the circuit Uh, and with that lap ash sutton has gone slightly quicker on a 57.563 but Tom Ingram now goes to the top of the times with a 57.562. One thousandth of a second between our two quickest drivers so far. It's the Hyundai, which leads the Ford Focus, which leads the Ford Focus. So Dan Kamish has also made his way into the top three places also. So the Ford Focus is, as I said, well, for Ash Sutton outside the top 20 this morning, he is well and truly back on form with his time so far. And they are switching places at the minute. So Kamish is now for... Uh, this lap, giving Sutton a toe down towards Brooklands. So they turn through the left-hander. I don't think it's really aiding Sutton to go quicker as Camish slides the back end out in towards the right-hander at Luffield. So he's trying to be quick, uh, but trying not to hold up Ash Sutton at the same time here. So uh, let's see if that's working in their favour as they come up towards the line. A bit of hybrid being used there as well for Dan Kamish at the, the head of the, the two-way uh, train that they have going on. And with those laps completed, neither of them go quickest on that uh, lap they've just gone through. So Sutton and Camish. It was, it's now Sutton and Collard, because Ricky Collard in the Toyota Corolla goes third quickest on a 57.603. So all the time we are having improvements from the cars we... Pretty much expected to be towards the front, although I have to say the Sutton and the Camish is a big surprise for this qualifying session, just on the terms of what we've seen so far today. But no surprise uh, considering how well they've done in recent rounds, especially at Thruxton, of course, where Ash and uh, Dan came a- uh, came away with a, a third and a-, a first and a first and a second in race number two. So it's been an absolutely fantastic uh, few races for the ford focus Motorbase performance team with the napa racing livery on the side for 2022 and it continues to get even better here at silverstone as again we've had the infinity off down towards Brooklands. is that the same car uh, wait for the cameras to pan and pick it up but i've, I've yeah i think that probably is for, for Aiden moffat a second spin down there at uh, brooklyn so uh, the infinity really pushing at the minute and uh, pushing a little bit too much with the mistakes being made for that car. So Aidan Moffat trundles his way through the final corner. And does he head for the pit lane or does he carry on his way? Yeah, he's going to carry on. But uh, yeah, not really what he wants to be doing at the minute. He needs to be finding some quick pace out there. Uh, but with it, he doesn't manage to do it. In fact, it was to Patterson this time. So both of them now have been for a spin within the same part of the circuit over the last couple of laps in this session. 20 minutes to go in the order. Tom Ingram is still quickest. Now back into the pit lane for him on his 57.562. Uh, Morgan jumps to third place. So the car gods with Sicily Motorsports uh, BMW goes third quickest on a 57.588. Just ahead now the Toyota Corolla of uh, Ricky Collard. Then behind them we have Dan Kamish dropping down the order. So he's now down into fifth place. And then the first of the Hondas finds itself in sixth position in the hands of the Helfers uh, Racing with UASA. Honda, Gordon Shedden, Rory Butcher pole sits to last year now seventh place. So still some improvements to do for Rory on a fifty-seven point seven two seven. Then George Gamble sits in eighth position. He had a really good free practice number two, didn't he? Just behind his. Uh, his teammate Adam Morgan. They finished the the session first and third uh, just as we headed into this afternoon. Uh, So George Gamble now up into eighth place, make that ninth because Josh Kirk goes up into eighth place briefly because then Dan Rowbottom goes through in the second of the Halfords with UASA Racing Hondas and Dan Rowbottom goes into that eighth place on a 57.742 and Rory Butcher goes to the top of the times, 57.374. So Rory Butcher, pole position last year, he goes through this time, he goes nine Nine thousands quicker than what he did here a year ago. So Rory Butcher in the Toyota Corolla is the next man to set the benchmark for everybody else. So through he goes. Uh, two tenths there or thereabouts ahead of Adam Morgan. So it's now Toyota ahead of BMW on the front row of the grid as it stands. But I'm going to keep a very keen eye on the bottom of the screen because already we've got loads of numbers starting to flash up, which is indicating to me that certain people have gone beyond track limits. So uh, I'll keep an eye on that uh, and see if there's been any problems for Rory Butcher. I don't think there will. Have been uh, Rick Parfit's getting stuck into this qualifying session, maybe a little bit too much there with uh, Tom Ingram by the looks of it. So, those two almost making contact. That's Jack Boutel. I, I apologize. Uh, they're getting stuck into each other down towards Luffield. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't come to blows in towards Cops Corner as Jack Boutel gets himself back ahead of Rick Parfit. So, he wasn't really happy being stuck behind him through the, uh, the last part of the lap. So, uh, uh, they've sorted themselves out and Uh, hopefully they'll behave for the rest of this session. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, The the jury is out. Uh, There is a Cooper which has stopped, unfortunately, down at Brooklyn on the inside. So one of the Cooperas has, I think, of its own accord pulled off there. Uh, So there is uh, possible problems with one of the Cooperas And I I might say it's Will Powell because with the problems he's had so far today. And, of course, he was changing an engine, wasn't he, before... Uh, They went out for free practice number two. So I think Will Powell's car is just being pushed to... Place Of safety, and with the cameras panning in, can we pick up the number? I don't think we can at the minute, so uh, can't quite see who it is, but yeah, definitely one of the coopers has pulled off the circuit. As Jake Hill goes second, the man who is uh, fourth in the championship goes up into second place with the uh, Rocket MB Motorsport BMW. He's right behind Colin Turkington by the looks of it, so he's got a nice toe off Colin. He then finds a gap to go through and continue this lap as he works his way down in towards Magus and Beckett's. And in fact, all three BMWs are working together there, so we've got. Uh, Uh, Stephen Jelly in the mix, also Colin Turkington at the back of it. So uh, those three now make their way onto the Wellington straight once more. But Jake Hill with that lap goes second quickest on a 57.453. Bear in mind as well, Jake Hill for this qualifying session uh, will only have a very small number of hybrid per lap. He gets four and a half seconds uh, compared to the, the rest of the field outside the top 10, which gets 15 seconds. So four and a half seconds only for Jake Hill. Uh, to be used throughout this 30 minutes. Uh, the car, unfortunately, that has stopped down at uh, Brooklyn's is, in fact, Bobby Thompson. So not Will Powell. Everything looks to be going fairly well for Will at the minute in 27th place. But it's uh, Bobby Thompson in the number 19 Cooper, which has stopped. And George Gamble has also stopped on circuit as well. The uh, car gods with Sicily Motorsport BMW has almost stopped in exactly the same place there as uh, Bobby Thompson because... Oh, that would be a real bind. It would, wouldn't it? Going so well. Both of them have him and Arden Morgan, and we're going to have a red flag, aren't we? So, red flag, no surprise with that car in quite a precarious position. On the Wellington Straight, so George Gamble, after what he did this morning in free practice two, finished the session in third place. Of course, his teammate Adam Morgan was f- was fastest this morning in free practice number two. Uh, so with that, there's going to be a flurry of activity for cars to be welcomed back into the pit lane here. But yeah, what a shame for George Gamble uh, had only got himself up into twelfth place, so he's not going to be allowed to restart, is he? Because he's brought out the red flag and he won't improve his time from twelfth. So. Uh, things for, for george can only now possibly uh, get worse but the team will be thinking well what has happened to the car that's going to be the the major concern for, for george and uh, what work they might need to do to repair that car as we head through the evening so the uh, the car gods with sicily motorsport bmw sits on the wellington strait with uh, by the looks of things no power it's just pulled off and uh, George Gamble, unfortunately, as I said, is uh, going to be a man that drops down the order when the session does eventually restart. But what it does mean, under a red flag, uh, we stop the clock. So 15 minutes and 54. So we've had almost half of the session. And as it stands, Rory Butcher is the man on top in car number six. The Tota to up. With that stunning lap of a 57.374, uh, just slightly quicker than what he did last year. Not quite on terms with uh, what Dan Kamish did back in 2020, but we are getting closer and closer as the year goes on. And with that, he now finds himself just seven hundredths of a second up the road from Jake Hill. They are your top two, six and 24. Uh, third place is the man who's brought out this uh, Red Flags teammate, that is number 33, Adam Morgan. Uh, Adam's time so far is a 57.484. And then behind them, the man who sits what's going to be third in the championship, uh, Tom Ingram, number 80, has done a 57.562. He is still just one thousandth quicker than Ash Sutton. But earlier in the session, they were your top two. So they've now dropped down to fourth and fifth place. Uh, Behind Ash Sutton in sixth is number 21, which is Ricky Collard. His time is a 57.603. And then we see the first of the Hondas in the hands of... uh, Uh, Sorry, the the first of the Ford Focus, second of the Ford Focuses. Dan Kamish, of course, used to be in a Honda. So seventh place for him in car number nine. His time is a 57.661. Then we see the first of the Hondas in eighth place. Number 52 is Gordon Shedham. He's done a 57.678. And then we see Stephen Jelly, the Team BMW uh, head of his teammate Colin Turkington so Stephen Jelly is ninth, Josh Cook is 10th and Colin Turkington is in 11th position, we're just watching Josh actually on the, the ITV feed at the minute and uh, he looks quite calm I think and with this wonderful helmet that he has for this year as well it's, it's a, it's a <laughs> it, great helmet It
1: still catches me unawares to be honest it is a, a, a sort of a uh, a leather leather look helmet of yesteryear, almost um, an aviation helmet of of yesteryear. So the leather look looks amazing, but it's also got his face sort of um, uh, painted on the on the chin part of it. So it 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 sort of almost marries up with where his face would be inside the helmet, but not quite. So it's slightly distorted to where it would be. So it it always just catches me rather unawares.
0: It's very cool. But wherever he turns his head, it seems to fit, doesn't it? It fits well.
1: (laughs) It's really strange. It's a supreme design. Second year he's had that
0: brilliant brilliant, brilliant race helmet for for Josh Kirk but yeah looking quite calm inside the car at the minute so he sits in 10th position Uh, Colin Turkington of course with his 0 seconds of hybrid that he's allowed to use for this qualifying session is in 11th position so this is kind of what you have to deal with when you're that high up in the championship so Colin for now is in 11th place but he's he's relying on his teammates both Stephen Jelly and Jake Hill to to help him in some way to possibly get a toe possibly to just improve his, his position in the order but for now He's just outside the the top 10 as it stands. And then the the car which pulled off the circuit, Bobby Thompson, sits in 12th place. The other car that's pulled off now is, of course, uh, George Gamble down in 13th position. And then Dan Lloyd and Ash Hand are your top 15 as it stands. Uh, George Gamble's car has been recovered, which is good. I'm not too sure if we're going to have the recovery of the Bobby Thompson car. They are looking to, to pick it up, but they might do that whilst the session is carrying on because... Uh, as we said, he's, he's out of the session anyway. He's Bobby Thompson, so he won't really be able to continue uh, with what we have left in the remaining 16 minutes. So cars very shortly to be once again dragged back onto the pit lane. As
1: you can hear, the BTC racing cars, where I'm standing just next to Josh Cook's car and Jason Plato's car, both of those cars have just fired up. So um, they're, I think sensing we're soon going to be back underway.
0: Yep, session will restart at 3.24, which is in two seconds' time. So the green flag will wave once again, and into the session will go a flurry of British touring cars as they all get pushed at the same time into the pit lane, and they just dive now for the track once again. Yeah, remember
1: how they all go out in order and how, how pretty it is. Um, <laughs> that doesn't happen after
0: a red flag. It's a free-for-all, isn't it? It just really rather is, yeah. Off you go and uh, get on with the job, so... Uh... Exactly that, <laughs> Uh, that's the benefit of being at, of course, the exit end of the pit lane. You can almost guarantee you're going to be first back onto the circuit if you push that car out as quick as you can. Uh, Tom Ingram we're looking at now on the, the pictures we have from ITV. So he is, again, looking calm and cool and uh, just trying to see if he can hold on to this top four at the minute, which is which is looking good. Not too far back from uh, Rory Butcher, just two-tenths of a second, uh, covering the top five in this qualifying session. And again, if we look all the way down to 15th place, uh, that's where we have a half a second covering the field. And if we look all the way down to 24th place, it's just under a second that covered the 24, which sees Jade Edwards back out there. So it's good to see that Jade has uh, possibly got her, her woes fixed as well because she's out there, she's done nine laps, and she's in 24th place, which is good. So uh, looking positive for the uh, BTC racing driver, of Jade Edwards with, of course, teammates Jason Plato and also that of uh, Josh Cook. So off they go once again. Jason Plato. In his final season of the British Touring Car Championship, 97 career wins he's had. We keep banging on about it, but can we get him to that milestone 100 by the end of the year? He would be absolutely delighted if he could do. And to be fair, he, this is the circuit he would want to do it at because he's had more wins than anyone at Silverstone. Uh, he's gotten almost double. Uh, than the next uh, competitors of Tom Chilton, who has had five wins at uh, Silverstone and uh, the other one who's also taken five wins... I'll bring you in a minute once Al's had a word. You're right about Jason Plato. He would be delighted if he got 100 wins.
1: Um, we'd never we'd never shut him up about it, that's for sure. Well, he's going at the end of the year, so we wouldn't have to hear it, <laughs> would we? <laughs> no, we still will. I'm sure we will. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sure Jason will still be a friend of the championship that's be, that's been his life, really.
0: Yeah, was it 1997, the debut that he, he, he worked was. his way? It
1: Donnington Park, yeah.
0: Yeah, many, many years ago, but, uh, but you're right, yeah, if he does leave, he'll still probably be a very keen spectator at, I'm sure he at, will. at the circuits across the, the calendar year. So, yeah. Um, Tom Ingram, the other one, who's taken five wins at Silverstone. So uh, Jason Plato, more than double uh, the rest of those who have taken uh, second within the race wins here at Silverstone. Uh, Josh Cook into the pit lane. Oh, Collard and Butcher are very close together, almost like Collard's pushing uh, Butcher across the line now. I don't think that's as close as he'd want to be. I don't think you're going to benefit too much from uh, being right behind your teammate. Literally, we within two inches of the rear bumper of uh, Rory Butcher, but uh, hopefully they, they find a bit of air between themselves as they work their way down towards Maggots and Beckett's. and that's what you'll now tend to see. The two teammates of all pairs now joining up, so we've got Michael Creese and Ash Hand together. Uh, Adam Morgan now no one to play with here, so this could really hamper him, uh, because, of course, with his teammate out of the session, that means he's got no one really to play with uh, in terms of improving from third place. So let's see if uh, Adam Morgan can uh, decide to... Play with someone else and if he can continue to make progress through the order as we keep an eye on ash hand who's looking to do good things on this lap he's 15th place at the minute and he is working his way to completion of this lap and this is where it gets very busy because there's a lot of cars now on circuit uh, some of them on a quick lap others on an out lap others possibly on a slow down lap so with that you have to bear in mind that you don't hold anyone up uh, across the course of that lap so it's eyes to the mirrors and of course keeping your eyes on what's happening in front of you as well so through goes the pack gordon Shedden improves there to seventh place so uh, a good lap for the Halfers with you as a race in honda and also dan lloyd takes five positions on that up into the top 10 now so dan lloyd into ninth position in the number one two three machine so up he goes with the bristol street motors with accelerate Trade Price hyundai so he now works his way further up the order uh, that knocks jelly cook and turkington all now outside the top 10 so we've had a little bit of a uh, shuffle round there but rory butcher still your quickest driver at the minute 57.374 is hanging on to that by eight hundredths of a second just shy of as it stands, uh, Tom Ingram, what's he doing on this lap? Well, he's not doing too bad. Best of anyone, no, sorry, best that he's done in sector one, and sector two is about half a second down here. So he's not confident he can improve. And I thought he was going to come for the pit lane there, but no, he carries on his way. Uh, Rick Parfitt backs off the pace, so Tom Ingram gets himself through, and has he got some clear track ahead of him? Well, he's got briefly some clear track, and there's contact between Taylor Smith and I think Tom Chilton. And Taylor Smith, he accelerates through Cops Corner and somehow gets that car back. In in the right direction without uh, a full rotation there so uh, again just like we saw with Rory Butcher and uh, and Ricky Collard they were very close but not as close as that through Cops Corner which uh, could have been quite a scary moment sideways there for Taylor Smith but he hangs on to it and continues on his way. It won't be a quick lap for Aaron Taylor Smith but I have to say some great car control there because he, he kept that out the gravel and out the barriers, which is extraordinary.
1: I'm not sure the tire is gonna be altogether <laughs> circular again.
0: He could be back in, couldn't he? Yeah. To change that because maybe. Yes, it was a lot of wear being put through that at sideways angle. Uh, so he will possibly dive for the pit lane. I think Tom Chilton will be for the pit lane as well after that. A little bit of a, a push, I think, he gave to Aaron Taylor Smith. Um, Aaron does carry on his way, nonetheless, whilst the two teammates of Tom Chilton and Tom Ingram head for the pits. Uh, we have had a good. That'll rattle his fillings out then. <laughs> We've had a good middle sector there for Dan Lloyd. So Dan Lloyd is continuing to improve here. Ninth place, as I said, he's gone up to. He hasn't improved in terms of his uh, lap time or position, but that middle sector was fantastic for Dan Lloyd. So if he can continue with this pace, he might uh, bring himself a little bit higher in the order as well. We're now focusing on uh, Adam Morgan doesn't seem to be improving unfortunately as i said not really got the teammate now to play with in terms of george gamble uh, so we'll keep an eye to what he can do but with nine and a half minutes to go everything now is just kind of slowed down briefly this is the calm before the storm as we head towards the closing stages of qualifying a uh, bit of flashing to be done for adam morgan as he works his way down towards brooklyn so just hoping that the the car ahead of rick Parfitt stays out the way which it does so Adam Morgan nicely finds his way through and now has some clear track to deal with as well. So if he, if he uses that to his advantage, he might be on for a quick lap here. As Jason Plato goes towards the line, he's on his hybrid energy management system. And does that bring him up the order? Jason Plato, no, stays in 16th position. So... No improvement for him. Uh, Ricky Collard is on a good lap, and so is Dan Lloyd again here. So two drivers at the minute through sector one have both improved. Uh, Dan Lloyd fractionally quicker than Ricky Collard. Uh, 14.8 plays a 14.7. Ricky Collard about to head through sector two. And with it, can he go any quicker? It's a 19.1. So, again, he's about half a second off the pace there. So that's not going to help him improve uh, up the order. And for Dan Lloyd, it's a 19.2. So again, slower uh, than what Ricky Collard has done. So possibly for them, have they encountered some traffic towards the close of the lap? Let's have a look for Dan Lloyd and Ricky Collard. Well, there they go. Ricky Collard's right behind uh, Rory Butcher. uh, So that shouldn't be holding them up. And for Dan Lloyd, he is not yet through by the looks of it. Let's have a look. Dan Lloyd has, yeah, just crossed the line, actually. So he's gone ahead of the, the two Toyota crawlers up the road. Uh, Josh Cook and Jason Plato now are starting to team up. So let's see if they can now start to progress through the order. Uh, 11th place for Josh Cook. Uh, Jason Plato down in 16th place. And we've just had a, a track limit warning for Jack Boutel. Uh, and his lap time has been disallowed as well. So the man who scored his first BTCC points last time at Thruxton. Currently sits down in 23rd place as it stands, uh, just behind the infinity of Aidan Moffitt. Uh, And that time for Jack Boutelle was also an improvement, but it's actually going to be another track limits warning. He goes from 23rd up into 16th place. That's a a big jump for Jack Boutel. And higher up the order, we've got Colin Turkington and now Ricky Collard improving. So Ricky Collard's next lap was quicker. He does a 57.513. Uh, Colin Turkington does a 57.685. So sixth, uh, sorry, fifth place and also ninth place respectively uh, for those two drivers. So uh, we're almost at the stage now where the tyres have built their temperature up once again and we are going for the final rungs towards the checker flag here with seven minutes to go. Give it an eye on what's happening with the, the sector times. We've got Adam Morgan who has just done a, a personal best in sector one but again couldn't string sector two or sector three together and apart from that again we've got no one really setting the screens alight at the minute so uh, jake hill onto another lap still sits second and has now brought that gap down between him and rory butcher to three hundredths of a second so he's pretty much halved the gap there between him and the provisional pole sitter but uh, As it stands, Rory Butcher could be on for a a second consecutive pole position here at the Silverstone Circuit after pole position last season. Although the difference this weekend so far has not set the quickest time in free practice one or free practice number two. So is he saving everything for... Uh, this session and also for the races tomorrow well for Rory Butcher in terms of the championship he's the only man inside the top 11 of the championship yet to take a race win so far this year so he's he's overdue a win I think it's fair to say in the uh, the Toyota Corolla for 2022 but uh, again it's the car and the driver that just seems to be the combination here at this circuit and uh, he's not let us, letting us down is he because he's gone and done the quickest time of anyone and he now only needs to hold on for another six minutes, which is uh, longer than he probably would have wanted. But if he can hold on, it will be uh, a pole position for Rory Butcher. Still ahead of Jake Hill as it stands. Uh, Adam Morgan in the next of the BMWs is there in third place. Dan Kamish, uh, the first of the Ford Focus Napa Racing Machines, in fourth position. Uh, then Rory Butcher's teammate, Ricky Collard, comes up in fifth Uh, just ahead of Tom Ingram in the Hyundai in sixth place. Ash Sutton, who is teammate to Dan Kamish, sits in seventh place. Uh, Gordon Shedden is down there in eighth position. Championship leader Colin Turkington not doing too bad. Again, bear in mind, he gets no seconds of hybrid during this qualifying session. So this is all raw pace for the BMW of Colin Turkington and currently has done a lap time, which is good enough for ninth place. So he sits there just ahead of Dan Lloyd. And then behind them is Turkington's teammate, Stephen Jelly. Uh, Josh Cook in number 66, uh, 66 is in 12th place. Uh, Bobby Thompson still hanging on to 13th position at the minute. So although he's been out this session for a good uh, 15 or so minutes, he is still there in 13th place, just ahead of Ash Hand. And the other one who is out of the session, which is George Gamble down in 15th position. So they are doing OK as it stands. Jake Hill goes through for another lap, 57.4 that time through. So, again, slightly slower than what he had previously done. And, again, only about 700s off the pace of Rory Butcher. So Jake Hill continues to press. Uh, and on that previous lap, it was another personal best through Sector 1 for him. But it was Sector 2 and Sector 3, which he couldn't quite get together once more. So he, bit, uh, he backs out of it. Uh, So does Ricky Collard, so does Rory Butcher, although they do find themselves all now together on the same part of the track, uh, which is down towards Brooklands. So I'm just wondering if they're starting to build up to another uh, quick lap where Ricky Collard would have liked to have had Rory Butcher ahead of him for a bit of a a helping hand here. But as it stands, Rory's uh, dropped back from Ricky Collard. So Ricky goes for uh, the start of another quick lap through across the line he goes and on towards cop's corner with again a bit of clear track ahead of him so ricky collard building up for a quick lap rory butcher might have just left enough of a gap there as well to try and get a quicker time than he's already done on a 57.374 and we're now watching Stephen jelly towards the completion of another lap what's he doing on this lap nothing too spectacular Uh, not improving through sector one and not improving through sector two as well so Uh, Again, I think they're all just calling themselves down for the final three and a half minutes now because they're going to get three, possibly four more laps if they want them, but Rory Butcher is still hanging on to the quickest time within this session by three hundredths of a second from Jake Hill, who has now decided to head for the pit lane, so he is... uh, he might be done now, mightn't he, because I don't think they can turn that car around, get it back out and get another quick lap in, so I think Jake Hill might just be done for this session, but again, for Jake with just the small amount of seconds he has as hybrid, hasn't done a bad job whatsoever. Four and a half seconds he gets uh, compared to those around him. Rory Butcher gets the full uh, 15 seconds, doesn't he? Because he's out, no, he's not, he's sixth in the championship. So for Rory Butcher, he would get more than Jake Hill. uh, He would get seven and a half seconds. So a fair amount, but uh, not the most that you'd get within this session with the 15 seconds for those outside the top 11 in the championship. Uh, Tom Ingram is coming towards the completion of another lap and he is uh, not looking too shabby, although he's just gone through and done his best lap of the session on a 57.497. And prior to that, Adam Morgan also did his best lap of the session on 57.462. So the gap gets even closer between the top four now. It's 0.123 of a second between Rory Butcher, Jake Hill, Adam Morgan and Tom Ingram. And Tom Ingram just completed that lap with uh, a best sector three time as well. So he is not done. Colin Turkington starting to build up for a quick lap as well as he works his way uh, through the right hander of uh, Luffield. Gets very busy towards the end of this qualifying session with pretty much every car now out there apart from Jake Hill and, of course, Bobby Thompson and George Gamble who have uh, unfortunately retired from this session. So we've got the full complement of 26 cars on circuit. And we've got a minute and 45 seconds to go as Colin Turkerton works his way down towards Cops Corner. His teammate Stephen Jelly now coming through Luffield for the completion of his lap. And this is not looking too bad. He's gone and done a personal best through Sector 2. He's about four tenths off through Sector 1. And in total, he's 0.350 back from the quickest time of Rory Butcher. So I don't think it'll be an improvement for Stephen Jelly. So no, he stays in 11th place. Although Tom Chilton did just improve to 14th and Ollie Jackson goes up to 13th place. So both of them improving uh, around about 10 or 11 positions on that previous lap. And what of Tom Ingram? Well, he's not doing anything through any of the sectors, uh, nor is Adam Morgan and nor is Rory Butcher. What about Colin Turkington? Nothing too spectacular through sector one or sector two. So I think as we stand, we're not going to have too many improvements towards the end here. Keep an eye on Tom Chilton. Tom Chilton. Just gone and done a personal best lap time through sector two. And he's about to come towards the line in the number three Hyundai. Uh, he works his way towards the line. Tom Chilton is not going to improve from 14th position. Uh, the Napa Ford Focuses might have something to say here. They're working together at the minute. They are currently in seventh place and fifth place. Camish ahead of Sutton. And they're just working their way down the back straight for what will be the final time, I think. 25 seconds left on the clock. I don't think they're quite going to scrape through for one more lap here. So they'll be greeted by the checker flag at the end of the lap. But the important thing is, can either of them jump their way up the order? Well, Kamish is not doing anything good through sector one or sector two. Uh, neither is Sutton through sector one or sector two. So I think they should be uh, done and dusted by the time they get to the line. We've got four seconds left on the clock. The checker flag is at the ready. And the first one to receive it will not be the Ford Focuses. It will, in fact, be the number 62 machine of Rick Parfitt. So... Through he goes. Dan Lloyd takes the checker flag as well. He improved on that previous lap up into ninth position once again, at 57.674. And is anyone else on a quick lap here? Don't think they are. Turkington is 10th place, so he did improve in the final sector, but that was not a lap time. That improved for the championship leader. And anyone else lower down? Are they improving? No, I think we're pretty much there then. So as it stands, Rory Butcher uh, for a second successive year he will be on to pole position in the Toyota Corolla with Gazoo Racing he has done the business here at Silverstone 57.374 as I said he went nine thousandths quicker than he went last year here at Silverstone so it's going to be provisional pole for Rory Butcher his time was 37 thousandths of a second quicker than Jake Hill which is really beneficial for his championship he sits fourth Uh, So out of the top four, he is the highest placed of those four championship contenders. So Jake Hill will find himself on the front row with the uh, Rocket MB Motorsport BMW, a 57.411 for him. Third place in the qualifying session for number 33, which is Adam Morgan. His time was a 57.462. So the car Guards with Sicily Motorsport BMW really showing strong as well here at Silverstone. Uh, Tom Ingram, who sits third in the championship, he is again very well placed uh, amongst the top four. So he qualifies in fourth place with a 57.497 just ahead of a first-time winner this year at Thruxton, Dan Camish in car number nine with a 57.504. Behind that, Ricky Collard doing well. He's the second of the Tota Crowlers. Behind his teammate, he'll start sixth place on the grid in car number 21 with a 57.513. Seventh place goes to number one, the reigning champion, and he'll be the second of the Ford Focuses. He is second within the championship. So again, it's the reversal of the top four in the championship, how we have the qualifying order for today. So Sutton goes on a 57.563, and then Gordon Shedden comes through in eighth place, car number 52, on a 57.610.